Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Happy April. My name is Haley and today's episode I got to speak with Erica who is a friend of mine. She is an amazing dancer of all styles and she's been working a lot during this pandemic which is pretty rare so it was really awesome to hear her share some of her you know experiences working during a global pandemic, dancing and also doing some modeling. Um, You might have seen her on the subway Uh, platforms. If you live in New York, she did a really cool campaign uh, with Google that she talks about. Um, And so she's like plastered all over the city, which is so cool. Um, She also has her own company called Edge Girl, where she makes like reconstructed denim jackets with like patches and cuts and sews and like bleach dyes, different apparel items and just a lot of really cool stuff and she talks about that she gives a little secret insight to where the name came from if you don't know that definitely stick around and listen to the full episode so you hear that story um and yeah she's gonna be releasing some new stuff in the spring summer so definitely check out all of her instagram and everything um and while you're on instagram make sure that you check out the dancers doing stuff instagram as well as the essentially Haley YouTube channel where you can find all of the past video uh, episodes of dancers doing stuff including this one which of course you can't always see everything we're talking about so it's always fun to go back and look at the videos and then you can also see the amazing dancing of everyone that I talk about um, that I can't share in the podcast Um, other than that the last housekeeping thing is the patreon which is officially live we have two amazing patrons so shout out to sophie and karen thank you so so much for supporting the show as you guys know this show is free um and it does cost money to make but more importantly i'm excited to have the patreon not only to support this show but once we hit 100 patrons i will be starting the dancers dream grant program uh, where i will donate one dollar per patron every month um, to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded so whether that is a concept video or renting space or paying your dancers uh, the more patrons we have the more money that i can donate every month and we can help as a community to create art and to support everyone um, and to lift people up instead of creating uh in a kind of gross way for like likes and comments. I I just want to change that. I want to make sure that we're creating art because we want to and nothing's holding us back. So I could talk about that forever, but let's get into the episode. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. This is going to be such a good episode. I am so, so excited to have Erica on as my guest tonight. We are going to be doing a really cool craft that is like feels kind of dangerous i don't know it's it's not really dangerous but it's kind of wild um but erica is seriously like i said this in my instagram story but she is like honestly one of the most booked dancers during this pandemic like she has been flourishing and her energy has just been so refreshing and so like needed during this past year because everything she posts is just like spot on always what I need to see to cheer me up and she's been doing these amazing morning dance parties and just like doing really cool projects and also being safe um, and so it's just really fun she started her own business and then that's kind of gotten on pause because she's just been so busy with dance and modeling stuff so I'm so excited to talk to her about all of that But before we get into it, let me give you her official, official bio because it is so 
cute. I love this bio. Okay, so Erica is from Long Island. She has always had an endless love for dance and since moving to New York City and fully engulfing herself in the industry in 2017, not 2007, 2017, she has been blessed with some amazing opportunities. These include the MTV VMAs for Rosalia in 2019 and Maluma, Maluma, I always mess that up. She can help me when she comes on. In 2020, she's done SNL for Coldplay, the Jonas Brothers Only Human music video, Nike's New York Fashion Week show, campaigns for Aeropostale. You might have seen her like on the train recently. She did a campaign for Google, um, New York and Company. She's done so much. So Erica also added, she is in love with life and hopes to inspire others and spread positivity and smiles, which is like 3,000% what she does. It is just so amazing to just, oh, I just love her social media presence and her life presence. So before I bring her on, of course, I always like to hype up our guests and show a video of them dancing. She sent me two videos and it was really hard to pick because one of them is like a gorgeously executed Candace Brown combo where she just looks fabulous but i chose to do her other video where i believe it was an improv that she did and filmed um there might have been some choreography but i just think this video is so beautiful and she just shares so much of her soul when she dances so i wanted to play this one for you guys so let's check it out because this is a podcast you can't see the video but trust me it is great after the episode make sure you head over to essentially Haley on youtube or dancers doing stuff on Instagram so that you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, how amazing was that video? I just like everything about it, the location, the movement, the just the song choice, everything about that. When she first posted it on Instagram, I was just in love. I saved it, added it to my dance videos folder on Instagram because I knew I needed to come back to it and watch it. So now that I've been hyping her up this whole time, let's finally bring her in. Ready? Let's give her a big applause. <laughs> Yay! Welcome! <laughs> Hello. Hello! Oh my gosh, thank, thank you. you for all those words, Haley! I'm so excited that you're here. I'm just, oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you! <laughs> Amazing. Well, our first thing that we're going to do is we're going to jump right into the craft. So, this is kind of inspired. I wanted to do this because it's very specific to you because of, we'll talk more about it later, but you started your own company where you like make bleach dye stuff and just like redesign, how do you say it? Redesigning denim, what is the right word? Yeah, the right Re word I think is upcycled. Yes, but that's like, it. Yeah, just kind of, you used the right word earlier, reconstruction, that's very what I do that's too. That's what I tried, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing, so we like are going to I just like to like be... make them cooler, you know? Ooh, masks oh. are still a thing, even though it's been a year. We're still wearing them, so we thought, let's try bleach dyeing them, which is something I've never done, and I'm a little scared to do. But with your guidance, I think it'll turn out cool because you are the master at this. I got so, you, girl. We have our black mask. I've got some bleach diluted solution in this little jar. I've got a trash bag on my table, and I've got some of these rubber bands. So what is the very first thing we need to do? Okay, so first you take it and you could do it like a million different ways, honestly, like they all come out differently. You could either like spiral it up and like twirl it or you could literally just like 
fold it. But sometimes I get crazy and I literally just go like this and I just crumple it up and see what happens. So it's all like whatever you want to do. Okay. I have three to play with. So maybe I'll try like a different, I'll try like some different things. Okay. So I'm almost done. This was me all summer long, you guys. I know you were like the master of tie-dye this summer. How did you even get into it? I mean, we can start talking about that now. I love all the stuff you were posting. Yeah. Okay, so I've always been interested in doing this stuff. Like, re, like I always look at my clothes my clothes because I go shopping very often. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always like, I wish that this had this. Or like, uh, this is so old that I don't want to throw it out. Like, what can I make out of it? And I just never really had like a lot of time to like – sit there and focus on it and do it correctly usually I would just like rush to get it done because I was busy and then I would hate how it comes out and then throwing it out but during the quarantine I had all this time and nothing to do so I took my time I like was watching all these videos on like how to properly sew and tie-dye and transform all these things so I just started doing it for fun and I was like so proud of myself I couldn't even believe that I actually had done it because I'd always wanted to do it for so long and then it just, whoa, <laughs> it just kind of stuck, you know? So I found cool. myself like going to Walmart every day and buying like a new pair of sweatpants to just like die. And also TikTok, that was a big thing on the TikTok. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's videos. so fun. I just, I love DIY stuff and watching like yeah. videos online. It's just, I could, I could do that all day if I could. I think I'm done with mine. This is what she looks like. Ooh, that is like fancy. What's your favorite thing to tie dye or bleach dye? Um, ooh, I think sweatpants. Sweatpants. Like pants. Because like sweatshirts get tough because they've got like the hood and like the pocket and all this stuff. But the pants, like I can like at this point, I have it like down to a science of like which sections I want to spiral and how cool it's gonna look. So I really like doing the pants. And they're also really comfy. <laughs> oh, I need to get some pants. Oh my gosh. So while we're doing this, I would love to hear a little bit about just like how you got into dance, what your history with dance is, what your dance background is, kind of the whole story of your life, just casual. All right. Well, where do I begin? Okay. So I'm from Long Island. I started dancing when I was three. Fun fact though, it's kind of funny. I hated it. <laughs> I literally hated it. Every single Saturday morning, I think it was like 9.30, I would go in and I was that kid that you couldn't stand, like hysterically crying, didn't want to move at all. And I would oh sit against the mirror, like crying for my mom. But I would only, <laughs> I'd only get up if we were doing full laps across the floor, like tap, because I liked those. <laughs> I don't oh know my why. God, that's so cute. But eventually I started to like it. I think there, I actually vividly remember, I think I was like five and I was on the ballet bar and it was like open house. And I overheard my teacher talking to the assistant teacher and being like, that little girl is good. (laughs) And I was like, oh, so I think I'm good at this. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So then like, I always just stuck with it. I love to do it. And it was about like seventh or eighth grade, I went to this dance convention called The Beat. I don't even know if you've heard of it. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it was a small one. Um, A girl who was from Long Island, she was on So You Think. She started it and it was like really small. And I was just like, oh my God, this is what dance can be like. And I was hooked ever since then. Like I was obsessed with So You Think, stretching and improving in my living room until 4 a.m. on school nights. Like it was over for me. Oh my goodness. And then in my high school, I joined my dance team. And my coach was a star. She was so great and was like very on top of me to like really work hard and because she like saw so much potential in me and she kind of like she had gone to the studio when she was growing up and she kind of recommended it to me and was like maybe you should try this style of dance because it's a little different from like what you've been doing and so that was when I decided to switch dance studios and that was kind of like more of where like commercial dance was open to my eyes because we did a lot of that in our studio and I was just hooked like it was always that always yeah 
You always then, knew that you were going to be a dancer. Yeah. I like everybody would ask me in high school because, you know, everybody's like ready for college and they're picking all their majors and everything. And they were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, dance. And every single person I told like my guidance counselor, they were like, yeah, sure. But what are you going to do after it? And I was like, no, I'm going to dance. And they were like, what do you mean? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it work. Um, yeah. So that happened. Um, my mom wanted me to go to college so badly she worked in midtown she works in midtown right now so she commutes into the city like every day and we would take the train together because I said yes and I went to college but I went in New York City so that I could like leave early and go to VDC or like cut my math class and go to VDC (laughs) um and I like remember just sitting next to her like crying on the train all the time like mom please I don't want to go to college she was like just try it out for me like do it for me just like keep it going and I was like all right I'm gonna go but I'm not gonna like it (laughs) and then about two years in once I got signed I was like it's time to go I remember I was on a contract at Six Flags and I had made my schedule like online and I just stopped I just literally stopped I was like I am being paid to move my body I have an agent it's time to give it up like it's a real it's a it's the real deal I'm gonna do it yeah what were you studying in college when you were there oh girl I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) you hadn't gotten to that point where you had to pick (laughs) I had been there for two years and I had no major like because wow. the school that I was because your to, heart was, wasn't in it oh absolutely I was trying all the things um there was a dance program in my school so I was taking a lot of the dance classes so I convinced myself I was a dance major but I found out that I had no like I never declared that I didn't know because my school was really it was a Cooney school it was Hunter College uh-huh. so like it's kind of you go to the guidance office or you just like wing it and I didn't know yeah. any of this because I didn't really like want to really know. I was just right. kind of like going through the motions of it. So I never ended up majoring. Yeah, I just never got there. Wow. So what was the first professional job that you booked once you were in the city doing the dance thing? Uh, okay, so I'm going to say the first job that I got through my agency because that one felt like real. Okay, like this one is like professional. Not Mm -hmm. that the other ones weren't. I just like to me, because it was through like my agency, I was like, and I had this was like my first audition or my first job that I booked through like a real live audition. Like I'd never done that before. So it was cool. This was the Ajant Provocateur Spring Campaign choreographed by Danielle Polanco. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you were in that until I watched your reel. That is so Uh cool. There's so many powerhouse people in that that campaign. Yeah, that was like. Ooh, I was nervous. They, <laughs> the audition was come in no makeup, in lingerie and heels, and I was like, "What?" I think I was like nineteen or twenty. You're like, "Oh, we're doing this. Okay, this is we're right in it." <laughs> yeah, I went to Forever Twenty One and I bought some lingerie, and I also went to Rainbow that day and bought a new pair of heels because it was Danielle. I had to make sure I got the right one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I just had no expectations. I did not think I was going to book that. Like, it's Danielle Blanco. Like, me? Yeah. What? <laughs> so I just went, and then I got the email that I booked it, and I remember getting it on my way to dinner with my mom and my sister. We were going to see a Broadway play, and I was like, guys, we're no longer celebrating this. We're so, I think it was for my mom's birthday. I was like, we're celebrating my first job. Oh, my God. What's going on? <laughs> so crazy. cool. That's so cool. How was it working with Danielle and the rehearsal process and everything? Like, what was that experience like? I know she has quite the reputation of being Mm -hmm. wild, but she's also like a genius. Yeah, honestly, it was great. Like, I was nervous, but I like walked into the room and didn't and I like really used to get very nervous to the point where I like, wouldn't speak, I would just be shaking. Like, it was weird. Like, I would get weird. I think it was like my anxiety, like freaking out. Um, But no, I was totally fine. I was like, what's happening? She was so funny, like, just very much like, expected us to just like learn the choreo, do it, have fun. Like, the stress level on that job wasn't really high. Like, it was just a lot of fun. It was a great first job, for sure. And it was crazy. Like, it was wild. It was at the YMCA. Um, Danielle was like, I went to this YMCA when I was a kid. Like, it was very that. It was that. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. What has been 
your favorite dance opportunity? It doesn't have to be paid. It could just be like a dance experience that you've had since you've been in the city. Okay. I ha- I can't decide between these two. Can I talk about both of you them? You can say both. You can say both. <laughs> okay, cool. So the two that I can't decide. My first one is SNL for Coldplay. That experience in itself was ridiculous. It was amazing. I was on that uh, same job, but the next year, the Six Flags job was for Fright Fest. We were in zombie costumes. It was magical. Like best friends, Teresa did it she's a star she's like it was it was everything and I was the dance captain that year so like it was really awesome for me like I was super excited and so my agent emails me hey are you available for this job it's SNL and I'm like yeah I look at the dates it's the last run of the oh my god like the biggest night Halloween of Fright Fest Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait, am I? Like, I didn't know what to do. I called Teresa and I was like, hey, do you think I can make this work? But the thing that happened was my cousin was getting married on one of the days of the run of the week. So they had hired an understudy just for that one night to learn it and just like be me for the night. I called her and I said, (laughs) it was Cam Gradle. She's so cute. I was like, could you learn the whole show and go on for me for the rest of the week? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. But I still had no idea if I booked it or not. Like I was just on hold. I had no idea. Oh my God. So the rehearsals were starting one day and it was the night before 11 p.m. And I emailed Asia. I'm like, hey, do you know, like, did they depict the dancer? She's like, still be on hold. I don't know. You'll met, you might have rehearsal tomorrow. I'm like, oh my God, this girl, I'm teaching her the thing. And she doesn't even know what she's going. I don't know if I'm going. Like, it was crazy. And I'm also the dance captain. So everyone's relying on me. I'm like, what's going on? Um, So yeah, I found out that day when I was in the makeup chair getting zombied up that I booked it. I packed my bags real quick, took off the zombie makeup, went back to the city, learned it. Um, But the experience, oh my God, Tanisha Scott was the choreographer. She is the sweetest, most magical human I've ever met in my life. We walk in, she's like, so let's in the circle. Let's gather our energy together. Let's introduce ourselves to everybody. And like, oh, it was just so much fun. Chris Martin sat with us in the like dressing rooms and just hung out with us singing for the oh rehearsals. Coldplay, like they were covering songs and we were just dancing, like having a dance party in the rehearsal rooms. Like, And the song itself was like about like being with your friends and like getting out of like really tough situations and just enjoying this moment with your friends. So I was on the SNL stage with my friends, like, just literally like, woo! Oh, it was magical. But the other one was the VMAs 2020. Which like, whoa. <laughs> like in a pandemic. <laughs> like literally, I didn't even know like those things were happening in the world still. Like it's amazing that they made it happen. What was that even like? That was insane. So it was through Instagram, the choreographer posted, like, have a submission if anyone's available in New York for these dates. So, of course, obviously, like, I messaged her and got the video, learned it, sent it in. I didn't think anything of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not sure. I would love to do it, but I, I don't know what's happening. It's a pandemic. It might not even happen. Um, so then I get the email that I booked it, and they said, you need to quarantine in a hotel room for two weeks. So they put us all in a hotel room in Brooklyn. All by our, Everybody had their own room. We had a person downstairs in the lobby pick, picking up our Uber Eats. Like, we... <laughs> and that yeah. is and where And you couldn't even see the other dancers or anything. No, we had one day we like worked out together in Zoom, but yeah, no, nobody could talk. Oh my god! We saw each other when we first walked in and had to get COVID tested and then went back to our room. So that was it. Wow. Um, that's actually where I started Edge Girl. I was so bored. I had nothing to do. And I was like, I've been <laughs> wanting to do this for so long and I did it all. And it was like crazy. Oh my um, god, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was just so awesome. Like that whole time, every single day we got COVID tested like every other day. And it was just like, we don't know if this is going to happen. There was another camp that got canceled because somebody got COVID. So it was like very like, I didn't even tell my mom that I was doing this until it was done recorded. Like, yeah, I was so nervous. But like, and also the choreographer was in Miami. So she was on the TV screen in Ripley teaching us the choreo and the staging via a TV. 
And um, luckily, yeah, luckily her assistant, Ashley Cruz, was a star. Like, she got us together, like, really helped us with that, and that was awesome. Every girl on that job was just, like, so nice, and we all, like, really vibed together. We all worked well together. Like, it was just amazing. And it was cool because the stage was outside. And, like, if you know me, I'm obsessed with New York City. Like, everyone's yeah. like, you need to calm down about, like, how much you love the city. And I'm like, no, it's so beautiful. <laughs> so this stage was outside. And the weather was perfect. There was, like, no wind. There was no humidity. Like, it was stunning. And they had the whole back of the stage open. So when I walked on and looked, I all I saw was the city skyline. And I'm dancing next to Maluma and all of these amazing girls. And I'm looking out and the, the audience was all in their cars because <laughs> like pandemic. Oh my God. So they were like sitting on top of their cars with signs and like screaming. And I was just like, I remember like being on the stage doing the choreography, just thinking like, I can't believe that I'm here, but I feel like this is exactly what I was supposed to be doing with my life. Like I was like, yeah. this is everything I should be doing. It was just magical. So I, st- I still can't decide between those two because they were both like very like validating of my career choice. They were mm. just like, you were meant to do this. Yeah. It sounds like those are both moments that were just like proving that you're on the right path. And that's yeah. so needed sometimes, especially in this industry where it's just like you question yourself so much because so much of our job is like literally getting judged on our physical appearance and you know it's you you celebrate other people that you're with but then sometimes it's it's easy to get caught up and be like oh like I'm happy for them but I feel bad and so it's good when you have those moments to hold on to to remember all the time like no I'm I'm doing the right thing so that's so good that you have those moments like to latch on to yeah and they all happened like at the least expected moment you know like I think it was kind of like I wasn't like hoping or like I don't know and they just happened like quickly and efficiently and magically and I was like this is great (laughs) life was great oh I love that and I love you you said like so many things with like how much you love New York City and like life is great and like I just that is so wonderful that you always are like bringing that to the world because it's like it's also so easy to get like so down especially in this weird year that we've had and like I don't know it's just always so refreshing that to see you like coming to the world and like coming to your life with such a like open heart and so much positivity so I am really appreciative of that thank you (laughs) okay well it is time for our first game so if anyone is out there watching live let me see it's time for would you rather so this is a really funny game it's nothing too crazy because this is a pre-made game so it's not like scandalous but the questions are really weird sometimes so let's see and if you're watching live definitely comment what you would rather because it's really fun to see what other people would pick Okay, I'm randomly picking, randomly picking. Oh, I'm that. Okay, would you rather fart flames every time you kiss someone or have to walk backwards everywhere? I feel like I would walk backwards everywhere. Yeah, because like farting flames seems rough. Honestly, right now I don't know how much kissing I'm doing, but <laughs> walking backwards, like I feel like that actually could be fun because you could be like, hey... <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah. would be like a different interaction with the walking. I feel like yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, I like that. Okay, next one. Let's get a good one. I hope it's a good one. I mean, they're all pretty good. But... Ooh, okay. Would you rather have to constantly stream the private thoughts of everyone within one mile directly into your mind or have an irremovable wasp's nest living inside your pillow? Okay, um... Ooh, so I know that it's an easy thing, but both of those are like really difficult because A, I'm so afraid of bees, like so afraid of bees. My mom is allergic to bees, like that, like a lot, but I've never been stung. So I'm convinced that I'm going to die if I get stung by one. So I'm terrified of it. So like I have to go with the other option, but that seems like, like hurtful to the soul a bit. Yeah, especially in New York City, because like there's a lot of people in one mile. <laughs> Yes, and they could be like, like who knows what's going on. But it also would be cool, like if somebody's having like these deep, awesome thoughts about like 
their life, like I could be like, oh my God, girl, I feel you. Is everything okay? Yeah. That actually could be cool. Yeah. Or you could even have like, I wonder if you could hear like dreams or something. Like you could like see their dreams or like see what other people are dreaming. Because sometimes I wish that I could like record my dreams. Like that would be so cool. Because I have like really crazy dreams sometimes. Me too. And I feel like sometimes my dreams are like, like I'll be sleeping for 10 minutes, but the dream feels like four hours, but I can only remember like little tiny glimpses of it. So like if I could see someone else's dream, like I'd have to be able to like click it and see mine. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be so cool. That's cool. I know. That would be so cool. Okay, last one. Oh, this is kind of crazy too. Would you rather have an apple tree growing in your stomach or get stung by a scorpion each time you have a drink? Are we talking alcoholic drinks or just I think it's any drink. Like even water. So you're in the middle of dance class, take a sip, and you get stung by a scorpion. (laughs) That would make life really wait, wait, difficult. Honestly, what was the first one? Have an apple tree growing in your stomach. I'm not sure if that would kill you. Like, I don't know how that would work. Would it I'm come just... out your mouth and then you, like, could have an apple? Do you think, like, if we were dancing, like, the apples would just, like, fly out? Like, we're moving our stomach so much. Like, do you Ooh. think they would just, like, flow? You would just be like, apple, apple, apple. I mean, you could do some yeah. pretty cool improv with it. I mean, there's been a lot of, like, apple-themed dances. Let's be That's right. true. Because do scorpions kill you? I feel like if they don't, that shit would hurt a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, it's okay. (laughs) PG-13. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I I think, I guess I would pick apple tree. And apples are good for you, right? Yeah. You would never go to the doctor because you literally have apples growing inside you. That's what they say. An apple a day. (laughs) Yeah. An apple inside you a day keeps the doctor away forever. So. No Covita for me with the apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, well, first let's actually let's check on these these little things. Well, since we're talking mm-hmm. about this bleach dye, and I know we already started talking a little bit about Edge Girl, but let's get into it a little more. Like, tell me more about it. How did you even come up with the name? Like, I love the name. It's so fun. <laughs> Okay, you want to know the name story? <laughs> is it the your name? name? No, the name it's is not your mad name. Mad corny. Let's just start right there. <laughs> edge. So, like, obviously, like edgy, right? But uh-huh. EDJ. If you look at the first three letters, can you figure out what it stands for? <laughs> is it your name? No. The first one's my name. Yeah, I'll give you that. Erica, name. Jean, Jacket. Jean Denim, Erica. Wait, what are the letters? What are the letters? EDJ. Erica Denim Jeans. Denim jackets. Oh. So if you thought it was being like creative and like cool, I wasn't. No, but that (laughs) is cool. I love when things have like secret like meanings like that. I mean, it's not really like a secret meaning, but it's still cool. I I think it's cool. I thought everybody would be like, girl, this is what you came up with. But no, nobody's figured it out. They're like, oh my God, what does it stand for? How do you say I it? Never I'm like, figured, oh. I know. No, it was, I, that's genius. It wasn't corny. That was really good. You get an <laughs> applause for that. You get another applause. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, <laughs> I had so much fun like creating these jackets that I found. I like went to thrift stores and bought $5 denim jackets and just like, completely like transform them and then I like found that I could get like better quality jackets and fix those so that was cool and I was just having so much fun like because nothing was open on Long Island besides they so they opened retail so like all the craft stores were open and I was like say less like I'm going to the craft store I'm getting everything and I bet the craft stores on Long Island are like so good they're like I'm so jealous I need to go I need to go to Long Island and I love crafts like when I Me was too. younger, like, Michael's was my place. Like, art class was my place. Like, I'm, like, I'm secretly, yeah. like, very artsy. So, yeah. So, I just, like, what started as me just, like, cutting on my clothes to, like, then starting to paint on clothes. Then I was, like, getting super inspired by everything that was on sale at Michael's and Joanne's craft store and putting those on jackets. And I was just, like, 
really just inspired. That was like all I wanted to do. Like I, me and my best friend would go on her boat like every day. And I ended up being like, Maddie, I'm so sorry. I'm not going on the boat today. Like I have to work on my jackets. And she was like, Erica, what are you doing? And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like I just have, I'm inspired. I have to sit here. Like I was there all night long, just like having fun. And everybody was like, you're just doing these for fun. You're spending like all this money on it. Like you should sell them. Like people would really enjoy them. And I was like, nah, yeah, people aren't going to want to do it. A lot of people are doing it because the bleach, a lot of people started selling like their bleach clothes. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, like, I don't want to be another one of those. But I thought like, you know what, I do want to share the jackets with people. So then I kind of just added the bleach as like an added bonus, because I was like, yeah, I could do this too. They're fun. But people actually yeah. really like it, like, very much like it. And I was like, wow. I know I still see people posting like recently I know you've said that like you've kind of had to take a pause because you've been so busy but I still see people like in their stories mm -hmm. posting like wearing yeah. my edge girl like set and I'm like oh my god that is so cool yeah and a lot of people have been like recently asking me for sets and I like I'm like I'm really sorry I just don't have the time right now to do it because I also like really need a washer dryer for I'm gonna do like a lot of orders yeah um so it's just tough doing it here in New York and like not having like a full day to just like sit down and like really enjoy it and like do it correctly. So I don't want to like, if I can't do it fully, I don't want to do it. Um, yeah. But during the spring, I think I'm going to do like a whole new edge launch. I actually started a new jacket. I'm calling it the Gemini jacket because I'm a Gemini Ooh. and I love it. It's looking so great. I like had a few days off, like a few weeks ago, started it. So Edge Girl's coming back. Just like right now, she's she just needs like a break. She's I think it's like hibernating a winter break. for the winter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you yeah. remember the first person who bought a jacket from you? Yeah. Was it like crazy to like be like, oh my god, someone wants to buy this? Like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really nervous starting it because I literally was in my hotel room and I knew that I was gonna be there for two weeks and I was like, what am I gonna do for these two weeks? Yeah. And I had all these jackets that I created. So I was like, you know what, if I take pictures of them all nicely, then I could like, really set up an Instagram or something during like my quarantine, because I'm not gonna have much to do. So I did it. I like prepared, like a few days before I left for the hotel, I took all my photos, like I set up a sheet, literally a self timer. And I was like, you I know, like, it. just like trying them on. And yeah, and I created like the design for it on like some app thing that I made and I was just like here goes nothing it was like Wednesday night and I'm like let's try it out and within an hour the response was crazy like so many people had reshared it some people that I didn't even know that they were just like look at this like this is awesome and I was like wow that's crazy um but Nikki was my first um buyer she bought so the cool. uh the honey hello jacket it was called I found these like patches and I loved them and one of them said hello and I had this like I sewed on this like beaded rainbow trim on the back it was one of my faves it was a crop and she was the first one and then I think like within an hour Olivia Petania got the um like the Patrick one and I was like I just sold two jackets in an hour so from cool. my hotel room that I made and my friends bought them like that's amazing it was really awesome. Is it ever hard? Like, do you ever fall in love so much with something that you've made that you don't want to sell it? You don't want to get rid of it? Yeah. If you want me to spill the tea, there was one jacket that I marked as sold that I kept for myself <laughs> because I loved it. I like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was fully prepared. I released it on the page and everything. And I was like, I just, I can't. And yeah. I wear it all the time. So it was, but I bought, it. I bought a, something to make it just like it so I'm just I'm gonna recreate it for the people because a lot of people didn't really like that one yeah <laughs> there's so many secrets <laughs> being spilled today what are some of your other passions besides like clothing design and dance and all of that what are some other things and New York City I know you love New York City <laughs> oh yeah I was gonna say that one <laughs> <laughs> that's a big um, passion <laughs> Okay, so I like am really like strong on working on like my mindset and making sure that it's like in a correct place and like I am happy and things are going well. Um, so I really love to write, it's a little corny, 
um, you know, like the chalkboard art, yeah, like the writing and stuff. I'm kind of obsessed with that. And I write like my affirmations and like quotes. And I do that. Oh my <laughs> like gosh, I have a I whole notebook that. of that. And I have a whiteboard in my like hallway that I like if I'm depending on my mood or if it's like a holiday, I switch it up. And I, I love to do that too. Oh my gosh, that I, I really love that. Mm, I think that's all. Yeah. I love photography. I was really good at it in high school, but I didn't stick to it. And that's something that I like, continuously talk about that I want to like re-get into. So maybe that's a goal for me. Yeah, that can be your next adventure. Yeah. I love that. I really want to talk about your morning dance parties. I know that's oh, like, yay. I feel like that combines like your love of like affirmation and positivities with mm-hmm. dance. So how did that start? Because... I just love seeing it. Okay, so you know what's funny? I could not sleep last night. And like, do you ever like stalk yourself on Instagram? Like I was like going through like my yes. archive stories because I was like, I'm bored. Like what else is there to look at on, at two o'clock in the morning? And yeah. I found the first morning dance party. No way. It was August, the first documented one. It was August 11th. And um, we were like in the process of moving, me and my roommate. And she kind of moved out all of her furniture early. So I had no like couch in my living room. So there was all this space. And every morning, like I was just so happy because I was like so excited to like be back in the city and like have rehearsals to go to. And I was like writing my schedule, like my planner again, because it was like so just crazy. So I was happy, Arca. And I would like roll over, wake up. And like just blast music on my Alexa because like why not? Amazing. And I just kept like I also started like really focusing on hydrating, like drinking a gallon of water a day. And I found that that like has changed my mood and like really helps me being hydrated. I need to do that. I need to do that. Yeah. So every morning I would fill up my big gallon of water and drink it and dance. You know, like I was just like dancing because like it was fun. Like yeah. and I called it like bad dancing is what I called it. I was like, oh, I loved bad. I love bad dancing. And then I realized, like, it doesn't have to be bad. It's just fun. So, yeah, I would just start my mornings with, like, making sure I'm starting it hydrating and then just, like, dancing to have fun. And it kind of just stuck. And I found that, like, every day I was doing it. And I found that, like, one day I didn't wake up and have, like, a dance party. And I was, like, groggy all day and, like, sad. And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, I never danced it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gosh, I love that. And I love seeing like other people doing it too now. And like, oh my gosh, you've created a movement. You need to like really like spread it to the world. I kind of hope so. Like when people tag me and they're like inspired by Erica, my morning dance party, I'm like, didn't it help you? Like, did you smile 10 times more today than you did yesterday when you didn't just dance for fun? I feel like we really like as dancers, we're always trying to like dance because like we're dancers and it means all these things. And we want to be X, Y, and Z, but sometimes we forget that we literally do it because it's fun and that we love it and we enjoy it. And even like people who aren't dancers, they're like, oh, I love to dance. And they're like, oh, I do too. But I take it so seriously. Like if we just kind of moved our bodies, because at the end of the day, that's what dance is, moving your body. And it's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's like we didn't all like get into dance because we wanted to make a lot of money and we wanted to Mm -hmm. be like – I mean, sometimes it's like your perfectionism shows a little bit when as dancers, I feel like we all have a little bit of that. But like the reason we started dancing, the reason when you started dancing after you started liking it and when you were three or four, the reason Mm -hmm. when I started dancing and stuck with it, like we loved it. It's fun. It's like there's something special about it. And it's like it's so important to find that again because it's so easy to lose it, I feel like. It is so easy. And if we just like remind ourselves that like, it doesn't have to be this crazy thing, and that it could literally make us smile, like, we should focus on that more. I think. Yeah, I love that. Okay, (laughs) well, it is time for our second game. Let me get my little, ooh, let me get my little questions. Questions. (laughs) Okay, so some of these are a little deep, and some of them are funny. So I'm going to randomly pick one for each color. And we don't know what we're going to get. They're mostly from a website called Questions to Ask Your Dad. So some of them are a little random. I got them from various places on the internet in the summer when I was (laughs) preparing for this. But let's see. Okay. Ooh, okay. I already see some good ones. I'm scared. (laughs) Pick a color. (laughs) Okay, I want to start with orange. Would you rather be 
Poor with great friends or rich with none. Poor with great friends. Yeah, For same. Sure. That was kind of a would you rather, but like, it was like we'll a deep it. would you rather. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next color. Pink. What has been your best moment this year so far? I guess you could you could include 2020 because I know it's only March. Unless you have a really good one from January or February. Uh, <laughs> um, this is going to be like annoying, but I think that it is my Google campaign. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I have a surprise I'm to scared. show you. <laughs> Okay, I have, I have a surprise to show you because I, the other day, was getting a Starbucks. I was leaving work and I went a different way. So I went to like near a different train station where they had like a big TV that like plays a bunch of ads. And I've already seen, like you're at my, ad, like you're literally on my train station. Every morning I see you when I walk to the train. So I get to see you every day, but... I was walking, I think this is the Google one, but I saw a quick little thing and I was like, oh my God, that's Erica. But it kept rotating the ads. So I stood outside and I was like, they usually only have like three ads. I waited for like 15 minutes outside this Starbucks. Like people were looking at me like, why is this girl like watching this like as if it's real TV, like these are just ads. But I was like, no, I'm going to get this. So I wanted to show you because I haven't seen anyone tag you in this yet, but I'm pretty sure this is you and I'm pretty sure it's the Google one. So let me see. Okay, I'm freaking out because I have not seen that one anywhere. It's the first time I've seen it. I know. And I was standing outside the Starbucks on like 96th Street, like watching the screen, like waiting for it to come back. So it's out there. I can't believe you there that is so amazing and you're like the cutest for doing that but i'm also freaking out because i didn't see that one and that's so cool <laughs> ah. um do you want to hear the story of that one yes a hundred percent so um my friend asked me to do a dance video over the summer for him with like a bunch of our friends and my one friend arianne was in the video and she was signed with a modeling agency stats so they watched this video and they messaged me and asked if if they could sign me for modeling but i was like um what sure and that was my first job my agency and those three girls are all my friends. No we way. We booked it together, the four of us. Yeah. And that they, they is were hiring so like cool. friends who have been together. And yeah, and it was just so special because I was like, what's going on? And for Google, like, are we kidding? My first modeling job for Google with my friends? Like, what? That so is when that so came cool. out, I was just because we had no idea where it was going to be. We saw in the usage that it said billboard. So we were like, ooh, are we going to be on the billboard? Like, what, what does that mean? But never did I expect it to be in every subway station in Manhattan. Like, <laughs> we're in New York, not even just Manhattan. It is New York. so cool to see you like, oh, there's Erica. Oh, now I'm going to work. There's Erica. Oh, amazing. She's got a camera. Oh, she's getting in a cab. Like, it's the insane. coolest thing ever. I was like in my fields the other day. And I was leaving a rehearsal and I was exhausted. And I think like that's why I was in my field. Sometimes I confuse like being sad sad with being like really just tired. <laughs> yeah. So I just like was like, you know, slumped walking with like my big backpack so exhausted. And I'm walking down the stairs and I look up and I am on the big LED TV screen in Times Square. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what is happening? It was crazy. Oh my so gosh. Just, I think that's my favorite thing of 2020. Yeah. I mean, 2021. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next color. (laughs) Purple. What emotion do you experience the most? Mm, I'm going to (laughs) say joy. (laughs) I actively try to make sure that that's the most, that's the emotion I feel the most because it's important. Yeah, that is so important. Okay, last one is kind of funny. Have you ever blown your nose into something other than a tissue? I feel like yes. (laughs) I feel like that's gross, but the answer is absolutely yes. Sometimes, like, you just, you know. And they're, like, also, like, when you're little, you know, you do weird things, so. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so the last question that I ask every guest is, what brings out your most creative self? I think that it's my mood 
Like, is that an acceptable answer? Yeah, anything is acceptable. It's totally my mood. Like, every creative thing that happens, the way that it happens is dependent on my mood. Like, if I'm happy, I'm dance partying or, like, hitting a step. Sometimes if I'm sad, I'm improving. Sometimes, like, it's both, you know what I mean? I feel like I very much use dance to figure out what I'm feeling. So Mm -hmm. it's my mood. I love that. And where can people find you if they would like to get in touch and connect with you? Oh, please follow me on Instagram and message me. I love to chat at Erica L. Naranjo. Amazing. And yeah. then also make sure that you follow Edge Girl, right? Yeah, stay tuned for like the spring summer launch. I'm definitely going to do something. It's kind of like you have like a, you like follow the fashion schedule where it's like, you're not just coming out with stuff all the time, fast fashion. Like mm-hmm. you're like, you have seasons. You should do like a fashion show video. Oh, that would be so I, cool. Everybody said that and it would be a really good idea. Like plop the edge girl jackets on and like hit a step. That would be really cute. Oh my God. That would be so Ideas, Amy. See? See? <laughs> Amazing. And then... If you are still watching the replay and you haven't subscribed, make sure that you subscribe. Or if you're watching live, I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers, so help me out. Um, And then, of course, follow the Dancers Doing Stuff Instagram. And if you want to follow my personal Instagram, you can find me at Haley Grove. And the podcast version of this episode will go live. This one won't go live this week. It'll go live in, I think, two weeks. But definitely check out Dancers Doing Stuff on Apple, Spotify, all the podcast places. It should be there. Um, And what else? Oh, the Patreon is officially live. I have two patrons so far. Thank you to Sophie and Karen. You guys are super awesome. Uh, Thank you for helping support make this show. And of course, once we get to 100 subscribers on Patreon, I'm going to be able to start the Dancer's Dream grant program where I get to give uh, $1 per patron. So once we get 100 patrons, that's $100 that'll go to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being fun. So definitely check that out. There's a lot of fun perks. Um, This Sunday I'm doing a stretch class live on Zoom at 9 a.m. for all the patrons. Um, Other people can join also if you're interested. Um, Definitely reach out. So with that, thank you so much for being here. This is such a great conversation. I loved hearing all your stories. You are a joy to talk to. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Awesome. Well, good night, everyone, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.